Welcome to the Too Much Test Podcast. I'm formerly tester levels. I don't do really social media anymore, um, but we talk about all kinds of manly stuff. Um, I'm here with my host, Sam Stolt, as always, and uh, Sam's going to tell us about our sponsors. Yes, well, it's good, bro. Good to see you. We have two sponsors, so if you guys enjoy the show, if you want to support in other ways, you can check out the sponsors, the ultimategymtowel.com, and I think they have a 25% off discount code TMT25, TMT25 yep. for too much tests, right? So TMT and then numeric 25 for 25% off a dope ass towel, um, custom made and uh, handmade by me. <laughs> yeah. Hand stitch, um, hand stitched in terms of like you plug into the, the sewing machine on how to do it. And that's basically handmade. Effectively. That's what I do in the background. I'm a seamstress. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, with the uh, with the uh, the lube and the uh, the tissues, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> making a mess all over the bed. Uh, and the other sponsor, <laughs> TriggeredBrand.store, TriggeredBrand.store for peptides or anything like that, research products that you're interested in. Uh, TMT10, TMT10 for 10% off over there as well. So, how you doing, bro? Good to see you. Doing well, doing well. It's uh, been a lot going on. Um, I've actually, I was just thinking, I haven't been in this room in a while. I haven't even fired up this laptop because I haven't made any content recently. I uh, tried to get my TikTok account back twice. They don't even respond to me. Like they don't, like I'm literally going through like the formal channel to appeal and haven't even heard a single thing back. So it is what it is. So no, no, you because you have you had two, two two YouTube channels, you got your TikTok, you have your Instagram. You were making content for all of them. Yeah, and you're not making content for any of them. No, I still have my old YouTube channel up, and the new one got taken down by YouTube for violating community policies right around the same time TikTok did. But anyway, I don't want to talk about that shit. Fuck social media. But um, anyway, I've just honestly felt like a lot of like weight lifted off my shoulder because there's always that hanging over your head like got to create content got to do a video but um but anyway i have kind of a funny story that i want to tell you guys and kind of on me for this one so um as you know for a while i was taking mk677 i was researching with it and i had stopped taking it i'll just tell you i switched up my protocol a little bit i'm on like uh 235 milligrams of testinanthate i'm doing 100 milligrams of nandrolone and then I just added two weeks ago, uh, CJC 1295, which I do want to cover, um, but it kind of plays into the story. So for before this past two weeks, I was taking MK677 and that was helping me get to sleep. I was kind of using that as a sleep aid and I really liked that aspect of it. It really helped relax me. Since I stopped taking that, I started taking magnesium because magnesium helps you go to sleep. And I had bought a magnesium complex because I was reading about like there's glycinate, there's something else, there's oxide. People were saying like all these different ones, this one's better. And I was like, let me just get a blend of all three. And bro, for probably the past week, I have been shitting my fucking brains out. Like it's fucking brutal. I don't want to get into it, but dude, I get home from the gym. Boom. An hour later, I eat something. Boom. Two hours later, lunch. Boom. And it's fucking, it's rough. It's, and I'm, and I'm sitting there and I'm like, what have I changed? I was like, is, is, am I the one person in the world that is like allergic to CJC 1295? Um, I'm trying to think like, all right, is it, did I, I added a different fish oil. Like, that can't be it. I'm trying to think of 
then I thought it was my pre-workout. I had a pre-workout that I hadn't really used in a while. So I'm thinking, is it that? My wife's like doom doom and gloom over here. She's like, you probably have IBS. And I'm like, if irritable bowel syndrome. I'm like, fuck that. I don't have IBS. <laughs> so I switched pre-workouts and I got this. And I'm not a sponsored by, by them at all. But this uh, stuff, Limitless, bro, I really like this stuff. It's lower caffeine, like 150 milligrams. But it has an ingredient in here that I want to talk about, which I think is why I like it so much. But long story short, I started looking at the magnesium and you know, I looked at Phillips, the fucking Phillips uh, laxative pills that you take. It's 500 milligrams of magnesium oxide, which looking at the bottle that I have, it's the number one magnesium that I'm taking. And in the, for the laxative, they take one pill of 500 milligrams. I'm taking two. Tell, tell people what Phillips is first. Phillips <laughs> is a laxative pill and it's 500 milligrams of magnesium oxide. I'm taking a fucking gram of magnesium at night. I'm waking up and now I'm wondering why I'm shitting all the time. I've been taking, I've been doubling up on laxatives for over a week now. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, it's very interesting, Mike. Like, um, like the, the magnesium, I think it helps reduce or like uh, relax the muscles in your intestines and in your like colon. So like it just kind of like flows through you. Think of like, a little stream right and it has all these like twigs and little branches and leaves and rocks and uh, the water has to pass over to like go through the stream and now think of like one of those things that just comes in and scrapes the whole stream and so it cleans out all the rocks the leaves the debris <laughs> all that stuff and now it's just like water's just shooting right through and that's what like how much yeah, they were saying they were saying i was reading about it that magnesium oxide is the least like um broken down in your body and when it gets in your intestines it pulls water into your intestines so that's that's why i have so much water in my intestines um, but they say that the one that's uh supposed to be the best is magnesium glycinate so i'm gonna have to order some of that stuff and now i have like 200 freaking laxatives that unnamed unbranded laxatives that i can take if i ever need to <laughs> how, how much how much magnesium is in the um is in each capsule 500 five oh is there any way to like that'd be a pain if it's a capsule you can't cut it in half and just take 250 no no it's actually the powdered capsule and because it's it's three different magnesiums but it's the oxides the number one so you know that's it's a the cheapest and it's going to be the most prominent in that blend and then it's got the two others on a lower dosage so i'm just going to hold on to those and until I'm constipated, I guess. And it'll probably last me the rest of my life. <laughs> well, do you, do you know, I was just thinking about magnesium because, and I, correct me if I'm wrong, doesn't magnesium, it has a bunch of different rules, but doesn't yeah. it also have like cramping or something like that? I'm not super familiar with that. I know that like a lot of people are magnesium deficient and it's one of like the main minerals in our body. So deficiency can cause a lot of stuff. And I'm obviously not deficient at this point. <laughs> But man, freaking crazy. And I also oh. got a dude, I got a like a health tracker thing from Xiaomi. It's called a Mi Band. It's pretty dope. I'm actually you, just, second day I've had it, and it's pretty cool. So tell us tell us about that. I I am uh I don't really like to spend money on myself. I'd rather like spend it on like something like in business, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's it's like i see other people buying shit and i could buy this stuff but it's like i really don't i'm like i don't want to spend money on that so i'm gonna yeah. have to implement a rule that like you have to spend so much money bro because otherwise like the shirt 10 years old right 
shorts. Like the only, only clothes that I have are newer shit that like my girlfriend buys me because she's like, you need a new X, Y, Z. Like yeah. whether it's shoes or socks or something like that. I just won't, I just like my shit works fine. I don't need to buy it. So I want to hear what, how, how you're using this <laughs> and like changes, like, cause I'm, I want to get the, that aura ring, use okay. the aura ring. And then it's for measuring sleep. If anybody has never heard of it, it's like four or 500 bucks measure my sleep because then I can test different things. Like just, uh, I'm going to start eating say before 8 PM, right? Cause I go to bed between nine and 10, right? If I stop eating at 8 PM, how do I sleep? And I, then I look at the data, right? Okay. Let me try 7 PM or changing up my water consumption or changing, maybe adding in melatonin, right? Cause I don't think melatonin has much of an effect, but maybe if I looked at the data, there actually is a benefit in it. Or also I want to check DSIP, the peptide for Delta. Yeah. So I want, I'm curious, are you doing anything like that or have any intention of doing just small little like tests like that? Um, well, I just got it yesterday, so I've only been wearing it for like 24 hours. Um, don't necessarily have any test planned, but I'll tell you something that's interesting. One of the reasons I got this is because it's 50 fucking dollars with taxes from Amazon. Um, and it's made by Xiaomi, which they make a lot of electronics. They're a Chinese company. But um, basically, I got this because it's slim. It's small. Um, I don't need, it does actually text messages and calls, but I don't, I don't use that. I don't want a full watch, but it checks, uh, heart rate. Um, it checks, what else is checked? Heart rate. It does do sleep as well. Um, it tests your blood oxygen levels. Um, it does some other shit too. It counts all your steps. It counts your calories. Mm -hmm. Um, and it puts it all in a little chart and it's pretty cool. Um, it last night, it told me that I only slept four hours and it tells you, uh, light sleep, hard sleep, and REM sleep. Now, how accurate is that? I, you know, it's basically if, if you're not moving, it's tracking something. So it's not like a scientific type thing that I'm looking to do with it. I was just really looking to see heart rate, what my heart rate is in the gym, what my heart rate is when I'm sleeping, what it is normally throughout the day. It also does like a, a stress uh, check, which is it's like it, it kind of calculates when your heart rate goes like up and down a lot. It counts that as stress and it gives you a score for that as well. So, mm -hmm. I mean, I may not use it for more than a month or so. I just wanted to kind of see where I was at through day to day. I thought it'd be pretty interesting data. And for, for 50 bucks, I mean, why not? Or, or like um, we should do a test between now and next week. Say like if you track it for a week or maybe in the next two weeks, or say, say just track the data for the next two weeks and then like look at the stress one or something or the heart rate and try like a, a 10 minute like meditation or, or mindfulness mm. video and just and just test it because that would be an interesting experiment right yeah and just for five to ten minutes like you do cardio at the gym sometimes right yeah so sometimes. just you do five oh <laughs> you do you do it every time or no yeah yeah i do i do at minimum 10 minutes today i did 25 but um but yeah it's uh it's not helping i've actually gained weight since the last time we were on oh really i think i mean i mean i've, I've jumped my test dosage up and i've also added in deca so i mean i'm pretty sure that those holding a little bit a little bit of water you you said i think i heard you right at the beginning you're taking 35 and i wanted to ask you if this was accurate 35 milligrams of 235 235 well, 240 rough, roughly there so on the days where I do the DECA, I'm doing half an ml of testosterone and half an ml of DECA, and I do that intramuscularly in my shoulder. But then on the like Wednesday, I'll just I'm just doing test on its own. I don't want to do exactly 0.5 in subcutaneous because it's 
you know, it gets a little rough. So I just do like four and a half. So just a little bit under there. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, and, and how do you, how do you feel on that? How much weight have you gained? Um, probably I was actually close to where I was before. So I was about 210. I dropped down to roughly like 203 when I was taking a uh, semaglutide and now I'm right at about 210, 212. I think a lot of it's water. Have you changed your diet? Not really, right? You've kept maintained it? No, my diet's actually been pretty much the same. I mean, I've pretty much just been doing meat and fruit and a little bit of dairy here and there, but nothing, my diet hasn't really changed at all. If, if anything, it's gotten a little better, to be honest. Man, the, uh, there was this week, um, today's Thursday, right? So on, yep. I think it was Monday, I woke up uh, and I'm sitting in this like, what's called chair, right? Office chair or whatever. But I woke up uh, Monday and my left hip like hurt. It was like tender and it was like, it was like glue slash like up into like over to your butt crack, but also over to like the inside of your front of your hip slightly. You said glue? Like glute. Oh, glute. Okay. And, and, and I was like, okay, it was, it was like, painful but it wasn't like anything crazy so then monday night it was like i woke up several times when i tried to move because it was like painful enough that when i would move in bed it would like wake me up and then uh the next day it was worse to the point where i was like i was limping right like it was like oh wow this is uh like you could you could see me walk and you could see me limping because my you know it was very not comfortable. I did a lot of, uh, I went to the, the beach to, I live really close to the beach. So I went to the beach to, uh, get some sun, but also I was like, okay, I'll be in the water and stretching and like trying to do mobility stuff with my leg will be way easier. So I did about half hour of stretching and mobility in the water. Cause the, like the water, right. Uh, decent portion of this is water. So it removes some of the weight on there. And I'll do that while I'm doing mobility stuff in the ocean. I did that, walked on the sand for like 10 minutes, one direction, 10 minutes, the other direction to see like, okay, it's barefoot on the sand, it's unstable base, right? Trying to like get the stabi stability muscles like engaged or just trying to engage everything as I was walking. Uh, and in the gym, I took about 25 minutes to uh, foam roll, uh, stretch. Uh, and these are like foam rolling, I don't do every day, but uh, stretching, I do four days a week. Uh, and like normally it's 10 to 15 minutes. So I increased the amount of time that I was stretching and I added in the foam rolling. And then on um, Wednesday, right? So now it gets into Wednesday. It was Wednesday night. I woke up so many times just even to try to roll over. I could barely roll over. It was extremely painful. Like I would try to roll over and I'd have to like move my, it was like my leg was like limp and I'm like trying to move my leg was extremely challenging like trying to get into bed I, I like sit down on bed and then i i to try to move my leg it was extremely painful i don't i'd like try to move it a little bit but then i'd have to like lift my leg up onto the bed because that's how uncomfortable it was and i was limping around like the the post person shows up to like deliver something and even though like this is the window of the front house but then you've got to walk out and walk around the door right like you'll be like okay we gotta get up and, and then you extremely painful just to stand up and then you're limping the whole way to the door and like that was not fun at all i took in this in when i was sleeping right so i woke up at 2 a.m right because it's just like super painful i was like 
let me take a shot of BPC, right? So I, I took a shot of BPC in the middle of the night, first time I've ever done that, 750 micrograms. Woke up, still extremely, it was teeny little bit, I thought better, right? So I took another shot of 750 micrograms uh, first thing in the morning. <laughs> She's got home. Um, and then it just kept getting worse and worse throughout the day. So I did again about 45 minutes in the gym. I barely worked out and I just did stretching. I just did foam rolling, like laying on the foam roller, like in the spot where it was like the most painful spot, like trying to get like, it wasn't the sciatic, right? Because it even came into my hamstrings a little bit and a teeny bit into my back a little bit. I don't know what was, I don't know what was causing it. And like getting in and out of the car. Like just because you know I'm gonna drive a car, so I sit down into it. It's not like an SUV or truck where you kind of just like plop yourself into it. I don't know what the I don't know what the issue was at all. Uh, then Thursday, morning, how many how many times have I told you not to pin Winnie and Tess suspension at the same time? <laughs> We've had this conversation. I don't like, I literally didn't know what it was. I was like, maybe it was I had a fucked up injection, but I haven't had a fucked up injection in a long time. It wasn't. Yeah. It's not my. It wasn't sciatic. It wasn't. I, the injection, a lot of times you have like heat, right? Yeah. Because it's inflamed. There's mm-hmm. none of that. And I, and I kept trying to check. I was like, is it like in the mirror in the bathroom trying to stare at my ass, right? I'm like, is that side? Because she wasn't here. Yeah. Uh, she was gone for a couple of days. So I was like, is this is this side swollen? I'm like trying to check the other side. Is this side <laughs> swollen? And I, can't, I, can't, I couldn't really tell if it was uh, swollen or not. Um, and the injection, like I didn't have any heat. Or didn't have any pinkness or like this the like what you would normally have or i didn't if you have a bad injection like and it that bad you're gonna see like a giant welt uh, yeah like that whole yeah, area it'll, it'll inflame and well, I, you, you still don't know what happened no idea but like yesterday so today's thursday right so then this by by nighttime yesterday it had I don't know what happened, but it improved substantially. I didn't take any more BBC. Oh. I just like busy and didn't fucking take any. And then today, it's like I'm almost I'm walking back to normal. Most times, the only time I'm noticing the pain or discomfort is like I'm sitting in a chair. So when I go to get up out of the chair, I'll notice it, and it's almost like painful to like if you're sitting like this to stand up, like the the. the so I was like, it could be something to do with sitting in my fucking chair all day <laughs> yeah oh that was another thing this thing does so if you sit down for over an hour it'll beep and tell you to get up oh and it tracks that you stood up every hour did you did you do that today when you're working because you work from a computer too yeah yeah i mean i typically get up every every at least every hour anyway just to fill up my water cup pee take my dog out whatever but it's kind of cool that it does tell you that Oh, that's cool, bro. I took I took my buddy a picture of this just this morning, and he's like, "Boom, bought it, fifty bucks, done." <laughs> wow, wow. Oh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's not. I'm sure it's not the most accurate thing, but it's made by a pretty decent company. Um, Have you checked out that? Oh no, oh. go for it. There's a there's a new website that's advertising everywhere right now, kind of like TikTok was three or four years ago. Um, Tumi or something like that. Have you seen oh, that? Oh, Timo. Timo. Yeah, it's like Wish.com. Yeah. Yeah. It's where you they order like, cheap shit from China and it comes eight weeks later. Yeah. They have all sorts of like stuff on there as well. It was like, oh, that's kind of interesting and yeah. really, really cheap. 
It's the and same I'm, idea. It's the same idea as uh, Alibaba, AliExpress. Uh, it's basically dude, Chinese Amazon. It's just the shit takes forever to uh, to get to you. Yeah, but they'll have like, there's. Um, I just pulled it up. Dollar fifty seven for a certain. Bit. Like they just have stuff that's extremely, extremely like discounted relative. Oh yeah. What people? That's are not normal. discounted. That's what they sell them for in China, and they just mark it up twelve times when it gets to the United States, or a hundred times. Like some of this shit is crazy. Yeah. Oh yeah. I did want to randomly talk about uh, Nandrolone, bro. I was, dude, I've been able to hit my shoulders hard lately. Like, not crazy, but you know what I'm saying? Like, bro, I've been really enjoying doing shoulders, bro. And I feel like my shoulders are getting a little bit bigger. Um, it's just less pain, bro. And I, well, this is actually what I wanted to bring up is that. So today I was in the gym and I was doing, I was like, this is another thing I've been doing is switching up my exercises. I kind of got in a little bit of a rut where I'm doing kind of the same machine. So I've been switching it up. So I was going to do some uh, some straight bar front lifts, you know what I'm saying, for shoulders. And, bro, my shoulder, that position just did not work for me at all. So I switched to fucking uh, dumbbells, dude, just going like, you know, this back and forth. And my shoulder was fine. So I was just going to say, if you're doing a particular exercise and, you're and something's hurting, you know, you can try just a different variation of it and just see if it doesn't hurt as much. Have you ever thought about switching? Like, so I stopped doing those probably a couple of years ago. Well, I don't know, five, seven, eight years ago. What, front uh, belt raises? Yeah, I very, very, very infrequently do them. Because, like, I'm like, if you if you think about somebody that has, like, big shoulders, what do you, what do you picture in your mind? Like a silhouette, right? You see the silhouette and you see, you know, the head. Right. Then you can see the neck. Maybe you, you're picturing like their traps coming out a little bit and then they go out, you know, to your clavicle. And then you see the shoulder like protrude mm -hmm. past like the bicep and, and the tricep. Right. Yeah. So so when when you picture that in your mind of like what the ideal or what like big shoulders would look like, where 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 is that? It's not the front delt. It's the medial. It's right. The, yeah. The and then also from the back as well, depending on how lean you are. And so I just do side raises and I don't do any front raises at all ever. Or well, yeah. like maybe four times over the last year or something. Yeah. And, I, and I'm doing it with like 10, 15, 20 pounds or something like that. But it's all like side raises because like if you look at somebody, they're the the you know, yeah, going down. That's that's all that I really give a shit about. If I want big shoulders, I don't give a shit if the front like you know. No, I, mean? I gotcha. I gotcha. <laughs> no, so my workout was my workout was military press machine. Um, then it was the like side, like, like, uh, you know, lateral raise machine as well. Um, and then I did the front raises and then I went on the cable machine and I was doing side raises and then I did bent over dumbbell, uh, you know, for rear delts. So that was my yeah. workout for the day. Do you ever do, uh, do you ever do dumbbell side raises? I do. I do. Yeah, I do. Um, I kind of like, I kind of like the cable machine because it's just more of like constant pressure the whole time. And I can even pull my arm forward a little bit, like into my body so that I can kind of get that even more like extension, kind of move the muscle through the entire range. But yeah, no, I always switch it up. That I, That's something that I've been like, ever since I used to live in New York city, I saw a picture of myself and I, and I was like, Oh damn, my shoulders are pretty fucking small. But that was, that was a long time, 2015 maybe or something. I saw my shoulders were small, and so I started doing the lateral raises. Uh, that and I do lateral raises like every uh, 
every shoulder workout, like just side raises. And I don't, I generally don't do two arm. I'll do like one arm at a time, but yeah. like a decent amount of times I'll do like sets of a hundred or like, you know, I'll do like, okay, I just have to keep going until I get to a hundred. Right. So say if I, if I have like a 20 pound or 25 pound weight, I'll be like, okay, I just got 25. I'll switch arms 25 over here. Okay. So that means I'm basically going to have four sets. If I keep up the pace of, of 25 reps per per time and then like you don't have those like that stress on your shoulder from the rotator cuff because like what what causes i used to have a issue with my rotator cuff where like picking up a jar of peanut butter was like super painful it just like i couldn't mm -hmm. even pick up a jar of peanut butter to the side because it was just so painful um and right? We have the ball in the socket for your shoulder joint. And what happens is like we hit shoulders and we train the anterior, the front part of our shoulder. We, we do chest and then the secondary muscle to chest, whether you're doing, say you do flat incline, decline, you hit the, the anterior front part of your shoulder, right? Yep. So you're effectively training the front part of your shoulder twice a week. And then you do one exercise for rear delts on shoulder day, and that yeah. one exercise is like 30 reps, right? You're doing three sets of 10 or yeah. 30 fish reps. So you're like, okay, wait a second. I did incline bench press. I did decline bench press. I did flat bench press. I did cable flies and I did machine flies. Okay. So I just did, what was that? Six exercises, <laughs> three sets each for yeah. 10 to 12 reps, all in the anterior part of my shoulder. And then I trained, I did like, overhead press and then i did like any type of other shoulder exercises that all train the anterior the front part of my shoulder yeah. and then i do one exercise for rear delt so what ends up happening with that ball and socket is that it ends up being overdeveloped on the front versus yeah. the rear and then you get these the pain like so like trying to do the, the front like this yeah. uh, um like just front raises is is painful or, or not comfortable to do because we're hitting like you know, 36 to one type of yeah. ratio. Unbalances. Exactly. Out of balance. So like you heard, you heard it here, folks, hit your rear delts. I hit mine today. It was, uh, I do, that's a tough exercise. I do it like 35 to 45 pound dumbbells and I just kind of bend over in place, kind of put my head up and just, and just lift them back. It's just a physical, it's a physical workout. It's one of those exercises where you feel kind of gas and out of breath when you're done. I have to try those. You lean against the bench when you do this. No, I just stand in the middle of the gym and just kind of, I don't know, I'll see if I, I'll see. So I'll, so I'll grab the weight and I just kind of bend over like this and I just bring my arms back. Oh, okay. I don't okay. know if you can okay. see, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, you feel it, bro. You feel it pretty hard. We're, we're about to be in July, right? And yeah. what about trying this for the next quarter? So this is something that helped me. So like when I couldn't pick up a jar of peanut butter, I implemented this like, I was training at the time, probably six days a week, sometimes seven days a week, but uh, rear delt and or mobility stuff for my shoulder every time I went to the gym. So, because like, if you're doing something, say 40 to one, right? The amount of reps you do in the anterior, the front part of your shoulder versus the rear part of your shoulder is 40 to one, that ratio. That, and, and you're like, okay, 41, that is off. I could see, well, maybe I'll increase it right in the future so that it's closer to that maybe it's you know 
three to two or something like that in the future because you, you drastically increased the rear delt work you're doing, right? But then put it into context and perspective. You've been doing 40 to one for 20 fucking years. Yeah. Right? You've been doing 40 to one for, I don't know how long you've been training. I've been training for over 20 years, right? So now to compensate for the 40 to one, it's like, Hey, you're just a scumbag your whole entire life for like the last 20 years. How long is it going to take you to just not be a scumbag? All you know is scumbag stuff. It's going to take you a while. So, so adding in, say for the next 90 days, doing one mobility and what I did rubber band work every single day for like a year and a half, two years. I was like, I'm never going to have to let this happen to my shoulders again. This is like not being able to pick up a fucking thing. Or when you just, you just randomly move it. You don't remember that you're moving in this way and you get this like pain in your shoulder. So I was like, I'm never going to let this happen again. And I implemented that into like for probably like two years, every day I went to the gym, I would do some rear doubt either directly and or mobility stuff and or like, like the, the rubber band or like, room handle thing over your head and your shoulders and i've never had an issue with them since then and but like try it for a quarter i bet that with the cjc and that with the uh deca will will help us like a like a you know massively increase your your shoulders i didn't realize rear delts was going to hit so so close to home for you sam <laughs> hey, it was it was an issue for me for quite a while. It was, uh, you've been fucking a scumbag for twenty years. How long it's going to take you to change? Do your real delts? <laughs> I actually, uh, I actually recently switched up my workout uh, schedule a little bit. Nothing too crazy, but maybe I'll share. Someone will find it interesting. So, it's still chest on Monday, legs, abs, and lower back on Tuesday, back on Wednesday, and Thursday used to be uh, shoulders. And then Friday used to be basically traps. And I was like, man, I don't, you know, traps, they're cool. And I have decent sized traps, but uh, just kind of flexing for the camera. But I was like, fuck that. I need to do buys and tries. So I'm doing shoulders and then I'm doing a little bit of shrugs. I'm actually doing shrugs on the like squat rack with no, no wraps or anything just to work my forearms as well. So I'm doing lighter weight. I'm doing slower, holding them, doing different grips. And then Friday, dude, buys and tries. Woo. I haven't, I hadn't done those in a while, but dude, the pump you get on your fucking arms is so crazy. I love yeah, it. Man. And that's not, I don't, it's not even taking Cialis pre-workout. That's just going to the gym and doing lots of reps. I wouldn't even be able to do buys and tries if I took Cialis. I, uh, I tried I it and it fucking hurts. I want to increase my dose. Like, like <laughs> not a Cialis, but like, I'm like at 220, uh, milligrams and then after this week with my hip this week's training was very not where i wanted it to be so uh why don't we do why don't we do a three-month study for you sam where we jump okay. up your dose to 500 and we see what happens <laughs> hey that'll be 12 weeks um hey the, the i'm not advocating week. that i'm not advocating that but i mean i think i mean you've never you've never run 500 milligrams of tests before Maybe when I was like 17 or 18 that I did like a cycle. Then I didn't do anything for 10 years after that. <laughs> and I've been at like one and done 175 to like 250 for the last like four years or something. So, I mean, that's, that's obviously healthier. I mean, but 500 milligrams is fun. Yeah. I, 
hey, maybe we'll do that in a uh, in a future episode. So if you guys uh, are enjoying the show, make sure there's there's three different ways you can help the show if you're still listening. Share it with a friend, which is super valuable, not only to us, right? But your friend, you enjoyed the show. You got value out of the social. You can share it with a friend. So it's actually valuable to them because that's actually how we grow the show. Uh, number two, leave a review. Like that's how like the search algorithms work, say for Apple's podcast or Google's podcast. They don't have like a good discovery like you would on Instagram. You just like look for tits and you find them and then the algorithm shows you more of them, right? And um the third option is checking out the sponsors. Right? If you want to do that, check out the sponsors. If not, no worries on that that piece of it. Any uh, last thoughts before we wrap up? And uh, I'm on four hours of sleep, brother. So <laughs> I'm just ah. trying to get through to the next one and then and hopefully go sit in my pool for a bit. Dope. Awesome. We'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.